back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity that I have to be able to give you something out of the Word of God, and I do pray it's a blessing and a benefit to you. If you have your Bible, you can find your place in the book of Galatians, chapter number 5. The book of Galatians, chapter number 5. And I want to begin the reading in verse number 16. The Bible says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God." But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust thereof. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk." In the spirit. I want to draw your attention to verse number 19. And before we begin the podcast for today on the fruit of the flesh, I want to just kind of maybe talk about the scriptures a little bit. Of course, here it's got a it's got a contrast. You see, you see the works of the flesh, and then you see the fruit of the spirit. Of course, the fruit of the spirit is going to pertain to godliness, but the works of the flesh are going to pertain to worldliness. And what I want to talk to you a little bit about today, of course, you see that the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of being godly produces certain things in your life. It also adds certain benefits to your life, just as those who live ungodly produce fruit in their life, and it adds certain curses to their life. It adds a certain bondage to it. Why? Because those works of the flesh only complicate life. They only complicate trying, they really complicate trying to live for God and do complicate somebody trying to get to God. But I want you to look at those lifestyles that people choose or those choices that people make and realize that there is some fruit there too. But it's not good fruit. It's bad fruit. But the problem is, once you have a, a tree or a vine or a garden or an orchard, and it starts to produce fruit, you can't stop it from producing fruit. The fruit is going to be produced naturally. It's not like you can go out. I, in my backyard, I have several peach trees. And I can't go out there when the peaches are thumb size and go, okay, peach tree, I do not want you to produce any peaches this year. No, it's going to produce the peaches. Just like I'm trying to contrast this to the way of the world or the way of somebody who lives ungodly, that fruit that's produced has to be dealt with. And I just want to give you some definitions of what we would consider to be today the fruit 
of the flesh. Let's look at the first one. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest. That word manifest means brought to life. Of course, you'll notice the fruit of the Spirit produces naturally, but the work of the flesh, it's got, you've got to put some effort forth into this. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery. Now, I just looked up. I didn't get a Bible dictionary. I used Google because everybody loves Google. Everybody loves to argue those Bible dictionaries and say those are old archaic words and they're not relevant for the day and age we live in. So I used Google so that we could actually have a good modern day definition of what these words mean. And unfortunately, they probably mean about the same they mean in the Bible dictionary. But by way of inter- by way of intro here, I just want to go with the the definitions that are on Google. So the first war, the first fruit of the flesh is going to be adultery. Now, the word adultery means this, voluntary sexual intercourse between a married person and a person who is not his or her spouse. So the fruit of the flesh of adultery is destroying a marriage or destroying the opportunity to have a good quality marriage in the future. Why? Because that adulterous relationship breaks the trust that one has between his or her spouse. And what it's doing, if you notice the definition, it says this, voluntary, meaning somebody makes a choice to do something contrary to the things of God. And what happens is the flesh has fruit that's produced from that adulterous relationship. Secondly, adultery, fornication. Now, fornication, this is the definition of fornication according to Google. Sexual intercourse between people not married to each other. Wow, that was deep, wasn't it? And you know what that does? It's got a fruit that's produced from that too. It breaks trust. It allows that that fleshly appetite to need to be satisfied. It allows an opportunity to take something that was designed by God to be sacred and special and just make it another Friday night event. And it also allows trust to be destroyed. Why? Because this try it before you buy it mentality produces a fruit that is not good. It allows people to say, well, I'm just done with this. I'm leaving because there's no commitment. And in the midst of that leaving or in the midst of I'm done with this, that relationship is marred and the trust is hurt and the opportunity to have that good godly marriage is severed. Why? Because the fruit of the flesh has been produced. Thirdly, uncleanliness, uncleanliness. Now, this is what Google says, moral or spiritually impure. They're just impure. They're impure in their motives. They're impure in their mindset. They're impure in their desires. They're impure in their direction. It reminds me a lot of what the Bible says in the book of Genesis before the flood when it talks about um, when it talks about the mindset of mankind was only evil continually. They were unclean. Their whole desire, their whole direction had went away from God. And what happens if this fruit has been produced in your life? Well, you've got to deal with it. But it's a fruit that is impure. It produces impurity in your mind and in your body. 
in your finances, in your emotions, all of this uncleanliness produces a fruit that has to be dealt with. Because this is what happens. It's just like, um, just like alcohol or they say marijuana is a gateway drug. Well, that's what uncleanliness is. It's a gateway that opens up unto bigger and better sins in the eyes of mankind. And what happens is that one piece of fruit produces a whole orchard full of fruit because you didn't deal with the fruit of the flesh. Number four, lasciviousness. Lasciviousness. Now, this is what Google said. Sexual behavior or conduct that is considered crude and offensive or contrary to moral or other standards of appropriate behavior. That's a lascivious lifestyle. Crude or immoral. It's offensive to people. And that fruit that's produced is an offensive relationship. That mindset that's produced is one of anger, one of hatred, one of wrath. Why? Because it's lascivious. They're only after their self. They're only out to please their self. They live a lascivious life. It's what can I get and be done. It's my four and no more. That's all that matters to them. Why? Because they're, they are the opposite of godliness. And that fruit that's produced from a lascivious lifestyle is nothing more than a gratification of the flesh. And if you live that way, or if you've thought that maybe you want to go and live that direction, you need to realize that there's more than just one piece of fruit that's going to be produced. And you're going to have a whole basket full that you got to bring home and you got to look at. And one thing I've found about fruit, I don't know if it's like this where you're at, but if we don't eat fruit within a couple days, maybe about a week and a half, it begins to rot. And some people end up, after 30 or 40 years of living a lascivious life, they end up with a rotten basket full of fruit that stinks to the high heavens because they did not choose the way of God. They chose their own way, and it produced a fruit, but it wasn't a fruit of the Spirit. It was a fruit of the flesh. And then next on the fruit of the flesh is going to be idolatry, which means extreme admiration, love, or reverence for something or someone. Now, the Old Testament, the Old Testament, that those Israelites, they had a problem with Baal. They had a major problem with Baal. Baal was an idol, was an idol that they would go astray with. But you know what I found in 2022? We got a problem with Baal, too. But instead of spelling it the way they did in the Old Testament, we spell it B-A-L-L. We spell it Baal. And that is an idol that's been produced. People will spend hundreds of dollars to go watch somebody run a bunch of puffed up air up and down a green grassy field. But they can't go to the house of God and stay awake for a revival meeting. You know what's happened? They've produced an idol in their life. They know every stat. They know every player. My goodness, but they couldn't name the 12 disciples to save their to save their home. They couldn't do it. But I'll tell you what they can do. They can name a player from back in the 1970s who was whatever number, who did whatever thing. And you know what it is? It's idolatry. Now, there's so many things that we could use there. I just kind of pulled that one out of the air because I believe it fits but it's an extreme admiration. They love it. They think about it. They desire it. Now, why is that such a problem? Well, because it's a fruit of the flesh, 
And because you're so concerned with all those things, you can't be concerned with the Word of God. You don't hide the Word of God in your heart. You don't make it the frontlets of your eyes. You don't, you, don't, you don't study and pray and read and witness. And what happens is the fruit of the Spirit's not in your life, but the fruit of the flesh is. And it's become a great big piece of fruit. Then it's the only piece of fruit you desire to eat. And it's produced a lot more fruit. And what it is, is it's reverence. That's not directed toward God. And then next on the list, witchcraft. Google says this, practice of magic, especially black magic, the use of spells. Now, I really didn't have a whole lot for witchcraft. I don't think that's a major problem in 2022, but it is a, it is a form of idolatry. And I could say that I am sure beyond any shadow of a doubt that it is a fruit of the flesh because it will draw you away from God and not closer to God. Next on the list, hatred. Hatred. This is what it says. Intense dislike or ill will. Now, this is the problem with this. Instead of love, you have hatred. Now, I'm not saying that you should be happy with sin, but I am saying you should not let that stuff give you ulcers where you have an intense dislike for something or ill will. This, a lot of times in people's life, is directed toward other people. Oh, they're prettier than I am. They're smarter than I am. They're better at playing ball than I am. And I, they got a nicer car. They got a nicer home. And instead, I mean, it's, it's jealousy in a way, but it can turn into hatred. And you just want to cut them down every time you're around them. And what happens is... That bitterness, that hatred produces that bitterness in your heart, and you can't see God. You can't get to God because you're ate up with the fruit of the flesh. Next, variance. Variance. The word means this, inconsistent. Inconsistent. That's a fruit of the flesh. Oh, uh, we go this way. Well, this week I, I want a boat. I want to get a boat. If I can get a boat, then I'll be happy. But you know what? You get the boat and you're not happy. The next week, if I need, I need to take a trip up to the mountains to go snow skiing. If I can just get to the mountains to go snow skiing, I'll be happy. Yeah, you go do that and you're not happy. It's inconsistent. Why? Because the world is always going to produce inconsistency. Of The fruit of the flesh is always going to be inconsistent. You're never going to be happy with it. Oh, if I can just get that new king-size mattress on that nice fancy frame and that bedroom suit, then I'll be happy. Nope. It's inconsistent. It won't make you no more happy. You still won't be able to sleep on that no more than you would a hay mattress. Why? Because you got the fruit of the flesh in your life instead of the fruit of the Spirit. And what it's doing is it's producing inconsistencies in your and my life. Next, emulation. It means ambition or endeavor to equal. Sounds like jealousy again. I just can't, I cannot sleep if I don't obtain this. If I can just get this promotion at work, it's an ambition, but it's directed in the way of the world. If I can just get this job, if we can just buy this house, if I can just have this car with this package, and I can get my kids off to this college, but it's never possible. Why? Because the world doesn't satisfy you. Endeavor to equal, trying to, trying to please somebody else. And you know what happens a lot of times when we get wrapped up in emulation? The person that we're trying to equal doesn't even care. They don't even care. 
They're just going through their life. But it drives us completely crazy because it's a fruit of the flesh. And you say, well, why would you do a podcast on this? Because this is what I feel like as I studied this, and I've been working on this for a couple weeks and probably just thinking about it more than anything. I feel like a lot of the times we're not produ- we're saved, but we're not producing the fruit of the Spirit because we've produced too much fruit of the flesh, and it ends up choking out what we could have spiritually. And what we have is, spiritually speaking, we got one little blackberry hanging off of a blackberry bush, and that's all we've got spiritually. But fleshly speaking, we've got a whole watermelon patch full of watermelons, and they're big, and they're ripe, and they're ready to harvest because we've spent, as Christian people, we've spent too much time mimicking the works of the flesh. And what happens is we've produced a lot of fruit that's not spiritual. It's fleshly. Then next, wrath. And I'm just going down through. If you have your Bible there in Galatians 5, you can just follow along with us. Wrath. It means this, extreme anger. And this is talking about to a point where you literally, you lose your mind. You can't even, you can't even function. You're so mad. And that's a fruit of the flesh. Next, strife, anger, or bitter disagreement. Now, this is one, this is one that'll drive you completely crazy if you're trying to produce spiritual fruit. Why? Because bitterness and strife and anger divide one thing, the church. They destroy unity. Strife is a destroyer of unity. And in order to do a work for God, you have to have unity. You have to have that love for the brethren. But if your anger or your bitterness is overcoming you, then you're not producing fruit of the Spirit. You're producing a fruit of the flesh. Then next, seditions. Conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against authority. Seditions. Uh, There was a man in the Bible who was guilty of sedition, I believe, in the book of Acts. And you know what I see here? Somebody who cannot agree with the preaching of the Word of God. Somebody who takes the Word of God And they try to twist it and turn it any way they can to suit their lifestyle instead of making their lifestyle suit the the Word of God. And this is your famous statement for somebody who has a sedition. The way I see it. The way I see it. And this is what it means. Speech inciting people to rebel against authority. Well, the way I see it, we shouldn't have to go visiting on Thursday night. We should do it. On Sunday afternoon, well, that's fine. Do it on Sunday afternoon. But Thursday night is the visitation time for the church. Well, if I was the one running the prison ministry, this is how I'd do it. Well, then go get your own prison ministry and run one. Well, if I was the one parking cars in the church parking lot, I'd start over there instead of over there. Well, I'll tell you what. Go to the pastor. Tell him you want to park cars. And what I got a feeling is happening in your life is you just got sedition. You don't want to park cars. You don't want to work in a prison, and you ain't gonna go. Bu- you ain't gonna go to bus visitation anyhow. But what you're gonna do is you're gonna cause intense dislike and incite people to rebel against the authority. And instead of having unity, you've got a divided group of people who are full of the fruit of the flesh, and they cannot produce in a spiritual way. 
because instead of building spiritually, they've been building fleshly. Heresies. A belief or opinion contrary to religious doctrine. A belief or opinion contrary to religious doctrine. Now, what we mean by this is probably probably more the fundamentals of the faith. Uh, the Bible says a man that is a heretic after the first or second admonition reject, meaning you ain't just got to continue to deal with somebody. But what's happening here is if we were to take uh, what I would think, this is this is my way of thinking, we're taking somebody who doesn't believe in the virgin birth, they don't believe in the inerrancy of the scriptures, they don't believe in the death, burial, and the resurrection of Christ, you're just wasting your time trying to talk to them because they're full of heresy. And if that is in your life, then you're producing a fruit of the flesh instead of a fruit of the Spirit. Envying a desire to have qualities, possessions, or the attributes of another. Now, this is, this is that trying to be like the neighbor, trying to be like the Joneses, trying to be like the Smiths. They have a desire to have the qualities. You know what? I, there's nothing I'm going to ever be able to do about my nose. I have a big, huge nose, and there's nothing I can do about it. I just got a big nose, and I got big ears. And I can desire and want and wish that I had a smaller nose and smaller ears. Chances are it's never going to happen. And if it does happen, it'll probably look worse than it does now. But there's no reason to produce a fruit of the flesh and just sit around and envy. Man, if I had... If I had that hair, if I had that car, if I had that house, if I had those eyes, if I had that wife, if I had that husband, what that is is a fruit of the flesh. and You're envying what somebody else has. And I will say this in respect to that. One thing that helped me, I heard a preacher say this one time. He said this. He said, if you're being envy or you're jealous or you're bitter towards somebody, do you want their whole life? Do you want their whole life, everything that they've got? They could have a, fi- a physical problem that they can't overcome. Do you want their whole life, or do you just want that one part of their life that's better than yours? If you actually look, your life and their life are probably pretty close to equal if you take away some of their negative things. And they might even look at you and think, man, I wish I had that in my life. We spend too much time producing the fruit of the flesh of envy instead of producing the fruit of the Spirit. Murder, uh, killing of a human being. That needs no explanation, all right? But I will say this. If you have committed murder, you can be saved. If you have committed murder, you can live for God. I'll tell you what, one of the greatest men in the Bible was a murderer. You know what the Apostle Paul did did for a living before he got saved? He killed Christians. He locked up Christians and saw that they were killed and stoned. It's a pretty rough life, but God saved him, changed him, and used him for the grace of God. So don't ever think that you've went too far that the grace of God can't reach you and save you. But that is a fruit of the flesh, a drunkenness, a state of being intoxicated. It's drinking alcohol is what that is, and it's a fruit of the flesh. And what it does is alcohol has and always will destroys homes, lives, marriages, relationships, employment, uh, father-daughter relationships, son-father relationships. Alcohol is nothing more than a destructive force that wreaks havoc wherever it touches down, and it is a fruit of the flesh. Revelings to take pleasure, noisy festivities,
Now that that could be a podcast all in it all, all in its own. But I could put this right here: living for Friday night. That's all you're interested in. It's the next party, the next big event. Can't be satisfied at the house just sitting there with a cup of sweet tea on the couch holding the wife's hand. No, you're looking for that reveling. You got you to go here. You got to buy that. You got to do this. You got to participate in that. It's the fruit of the flesh. Is all that stuff bad? No, it's not bad. We need some people to get excited, to take pleasure and be noisy and festive in the house of God. Be excited, but not excited for the things of the world. Why? Because it's the fruit of the flesh. Let's close by going to Galatians chapter number 6. And I want to read verses 7 through 8. The Bible says this, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. There's a principle throughout the Word of God. It's a very clear principle that's taught. It's sowing and reaping. And if you've been sowing and planting these seeds of the flesh, they're coming up and you're going to have to reap them. But after that comes up and you got that rotten fruit in your life, why don't you decide that you're not going to plant any more fruit? And the next fruit that you try to plant is going to be fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, etc. Instead of the fruit of the flesh, Because the fruit of the flesh is going to do nothing but work destruction in each and every one of our lives. 